Hello, everyone, and this is the Dinner Party Podcast presented by Alex and Co. The Dinner Party is a community for growth, love, and prosperity in all areas of life. From entrepreneurship and food to life and love, the Dinner Party is giving you a vibe. So grab a cocktail and an hors d'oeuvre, and I'm your host, Alexandria. And again, welcome to the Dinner Party. Enjoy. Hey everybody, so welcome back to the Dinner Party Podcast. Um, So, some new things are happening with the Dinner Party. So, our website doesn't have a URL, but it's up. We have the blog working. Um, We got a couple of posts for the blog. You can find the podcast there. And again, we'd like for you to rate and subscribe to the podcast um, so today we are speaking to Lolita again, <laughs> and this time we are talking about, um, productivity. And during this time, you know, I would love for everyone to really continuously focus on the productivity. It's weird because I feel like the universe is <laughs> coming down on parts of the United States that it still needs to slow down. And this is a great time to just focus in on yourself, get um, get yourself well rested and better. And I know a lot of people, they have this thing where they think that people are not working, but it is some people who are still working but even for those that are out on the front line, um, in the medical center and everything, pray for them. And also, they need to also take care of themselves too. But it's a lot, still a lot going on in our world today. But guess what? You made it six months in. Seven months in. We're pushing seven months now into the new year. And it's been a crazy year already. But at the same time, um, for me, I could say it's been like very rejuvenating and I've really been promoting like my own versions of self-love, um, working on my business, trying to get myself out there a lot more. Um, I'm working with a nonprofit called Prevention Zone and August we'll be doing some things. We'll be having some, uh, having some, what is it called? We're going to do a cooking show, something fun, lighthearted. And, um, but we still doing it for a good cause, which is criminal justice reform, police reform, and just creating a conversation around the changes that need to be made. And as you create conversations on things that need to be made, it allows people to start analyzing ways that we can start making changes. And, there are already things that's happening now where we see some changes being made, some awareness that has not been aware. Um, well, not necessarily awareness, but some. the best way to say it is, look, it's just a slap in the face to the folks that's been harming people. Um, everybody on the police force is not bad. People in blue are not bad. However, the ones that are bad... They gotta go. Like we can't be, we can't continuously allow this these things to happen. So with prevention zone, I'm able to 
bring awareness, start a conversation, as well as do something a little bit fun. I'm actually the communications director for Prevention Zone, but um, but food is my passion. So I wanted to bring my love of food with activism and bring them both together and have some fun with it. It's not a fun topic, but we want to allow people to you know, we know you're fighting for your rights and everything, but take the time out to just have some fun. So we're going, we're going to be having some special guests on there. Um, hopefully, I could find, I could uh, work my sponsorship. These new tactics that I learned <laughs> over the past month um, with sponsorships and things like that. Hopefully, so I could work that and get some sponsors um, for this. Um, as well as, you know, just like I said, bring activism to a different platform. I can't go out and protest because I have, um, I've been dealing with medications and so my immune system is suppressed. So I can't go protest, nor do I with the coronavirus, nor did I even want to go protest because it's just, it's tough. But those that did go protest, thank you and continuously take care of yourselves and um i just pray for everybody that were out there fighting that was out there fighting i pray for their good health as well as the things that they want to see change be changed so again we're talking to lolita today about productivity i know some of y'all i could say for myself i'm a um what's the best a professional procrastinator like i'm a pro at being a procrastinator um i'm lazy <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm an introvert also. So all of these things are kind of like my downfall. However, I've been using them also as my advantages to kind of help me filter out the things that I truly am passionate about. And most of the time we are lazy when we do what? Things that we don't like. So some people don't like cleaning. So it might take them four hours to clean, but the person that loves to clean, it might take them like an hour and they'll get the whole house done. I can say for myself in my one bedroom that I can get my whole house done. But, you know, when it comes to productivity, we have to think of what is it that we're passionate about? And I did ask the question at the end that I feel like I wish I I asked it (laughs) earlier, but when you make it to the end, it's a question that I have question myself about um in um, connecting passion with productivity and Lolita was able to answer that question for us today about um ways that we can be productive during this time of COVID um matching again matching your passion with your productivity levels getting things done what you can do I mean she came with the whole thing and you guys make sure you check out her lessons that she have, um, what was the one that I really like is learning to say no. Um, she has some lessons about productivity, and she is, even have a couple of deals, so you guys can get those lessons at a um, at a really discount, a really good discounted rate. And so, um, but yes, that's what we're talking about today. And I want you guys to also take some time out to just reflect on this time. And um, it's not easy dealing with the illness to the activism 
to even just dealing with ourselves and watching ourselves change. Some of us are getting bigger. Some of us are getting smaller. Some of us are learning that eating is a passion of ours. (laughs) Some of us are learning that um, exercise is a passion of ours. Like, it's just, there's no right or wrong answer, I can say. Um, And then here at my own house, it's, like we just do a little bit of everything some weeks I'm just like on it with the workouts and then some weeks I'm just like for the past week or so I just been kind of like doing a lot of meditating and reflecting and so this week coming up my goal is to do both workout and meditate at least when I say workout I literally mean walking so I'm just walking. Some of us are not even getting up to walk. Get up and walk and exercise, baby, because we need these legs, these arms, this body to be very, very healthy in these times. So exercise is great. Take your vitamin C and pray (laughs) and meditate and bring, you know, all these great things. I know a lot of us over the past few months have dealt with death. I haven't personally dealt with the COVID-19 death, but I have dealt with the death of, I would say, what, one, two, three, three of my uncles this year alone. And um, it's been like weird. It's been extremely weird, but it's making me reflect on the transitional period of life and what transitions mean to me and how just in my life now that I'm just really transitioning. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and get to Lolita and she's going to talk to us again about productivity and please again, be a productive member of society. Just make it your mission to be productive. It don't matter what what you want to be productive in. If it ain't nothing but being productive in Netflix, be productive in watching that Netflix. If it's being productive in your business, be productive in your business. If it's just being productive for your family, be productive for your family. It's the thing that says be here now. So be in that moment now and um, read a book, watch YouTube videos, educational YouTube videos about finances, about um, things that you are really passionate about and is we gonna make it through this y'all but again let's get to the podcast and thanks so much for joining us at the dinner party hey everybody this is alexandria and let's take a quick break so i could shamelessly plug my business alex and co business building and finding clients can be a bit much at times Social media, networking, and coming up with ideas, it can take a lot of time. Alex & Co. is here to help. We specialize in assisting you with PR, social media, industry writing, customer service, content creating, and more. Head on over to our website, alexcopr.com, and let us know how we can assist you in creating your dream business. Oh, hey, Lolita. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for joining us today for another time. Um, I'm glad to have you back because we still have a whole lot to talk about. So we're going to try to get some more topics out the way today. 
Um, everybody out there, Lolita was on our last podcast episode talking about stress management. So we specified a lot of things and I would advise y'all to go back to that episode about stress management because right now in the world that we live in today, it could be highly toxic and stressful (laughs) if you are not prepared mentally um, and physically to go throughout your day. For me personally, to keep my stress level down, I do the bare minimum of the news because it's very negative right now. I do the bare, the very bare minimum of talking about what's going on, but I try to stay as informed as possible through social media and through uh, just doing like just basic um, news alerts, but nothing too, too stressful. So I try to keep it to a bare minimum. So Lolita, we are talking about productivity today um but first i want to see what's happening in your world what's going on and um anything new happening for you right now well uh since we got into a pandemic i created online course um manage stress during lockdown which you know when i talked with you last time i thought well, this is, you know, maybe a, a opening window for this uh, course to be sold maybe one, two months. But look at us. I mean, months pass by and we're still in the same yes. place. And um, um, I, I think it's a great course. And more than that, for your listeners who would like to purchase the, the course, um, they can get it for 50% off. Just type in the coupon half off. And you can get fifty okay. percent of the course. More than that, that course also includes. I'm giving for free another course that is um, called um, Stress Management for Busy Professionals, which mm-hmm. is includes how to manage stress in your own workplace. Um, then there's another course that is totally free. It's called Learn to Say No with Confidence. And that is definitely a good uh, stress management tip <laughs> and, and also a productivity tip because, you know, if you're going to say to everything and every project and everyone, yes, then you will accomplish nothing. But we can talk about this a little bit farther down the conversation. And what am I working on right now? I think um, uh, it's important for us to start thinking about more about relationships because we just so... Involved now with our families and friends who will, you know, like inside the house. And uh, but we also now start learning how to build relationships online because there's so many Zoom calls now and and FaceTime and the companies now do business through really true relationships. And especially when business have a, a good fan base or they have a product and you know, like let's say it's a good a good restaurant, like you know they f- they serve good food, and this is the restaurant right now that will survive through all of those hard times because they they have a great customer service, they have a good good product, so people still love the restaurant and they still order online and call up and go and drive up and things, and it, this is always built through a good service and also relationships. So um, I'm working on another uh, online course that will be talking specifically about how to deal with other people. So that's what I'm, what I'm doing these days. Oh, well, that's great because the one thing that a lot of people struggle with um, that I'm hearing just in the in the atmosphere is gaining relationships. Some people are really excelling like myself. I'm excelling with building relationships online right now. I could, in at the rate I'm at, I could probably do a lot better, but just with the little bit that I've done, I've done a lot of building relationships 
And that also goes into for our entrepreneurs out there, um, that goes into customer service, that goes into um, just being consistently checking up on people and things like that. It's a whole thing, but we'll, we probably have to bring you back again, Lolita. So we I'll can, be happy uh, to come. <laughs> <laughs> so we can just discuss that a little bit too. But that's a topic in itself. But this is a time where everybody should be productive, be building relationships right now, working on themselves. Um, self-care is a really big thing. But we're going to get all into that. So um, my first question, Lolita, is just the general question. Um, so what is productivity? For people that do not know what productivity is, what is it? Well, I think productivity for every, you know, you can Google up whatever that, what does that mean you know, on the Wikipedia, right? But I think it, it really depends. Uh, I think everyone have their own specific expectation on what the productivity means. Like if I will ask, uh, you know, one person say, did you have a, a good productive day? And they can say, yes, you know, I finished five episodes on Netflix. I mean, I feel accomplished today, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or you can ask someone who is, let's say, writing a book. And I say, did you feel productive today? And they'll say, no, no, because I was planning on writing 10 chapters and I wrote only nine. <laughs> so, yeah. I think productivity really depends on every person and what the expectations are and what the goals are and, you know, are they driven and what the values are. So it really depends on many things. So, um, you know, we can't compare one person productivity to another person productivity. But the way I see it, productivity overall is how much can you accomplish in the limited time and are you happy with it? So mm-hmm. it's like you the, you the judge of what this productivity means to you. Okay. Okay. So basically, so basically just like, um, any other thing it's really not based off of what other people think it's really based off of what you think, um, as the person doing it, uh, being productive on that day. So for you, um, for you, like what, what tools are needed in order to have that pretty much, um, productive day? So I, I think there are there are two two major areas that we need to consider when we want our day to be productive. Uh, one, it's our surroundings, and you know, there's so many people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I can write a book in a train. I can write on the field." And but every day, when there's no for us who especially sit at the computer whole day, it's very important to have a productive environment. The way I see it. You know, first of all, now when we on on through pandemic going and lots of people working from home, and uh, we have the families inside homes and three generations and the neighbors and the cousins who just got stuck with us because they came mm-hmm. for a visit, you know, and all of those people in the house. So, and uh, when I do now, um, actually I do more now stress management coaching because of this pandemic. My old clients come back, and this is the one of the major complaints. It's like, gosh, I really want to make. I want to do so much today, but I, I, I just couldn't just like constantly kids opening the door and, you know, so much noise and everything. So the environment is very important for us. It's um, if we now we basically have to create one space that our brain knows that as soon as we go to that space, we shut down all outside the world and then we concentrate whatever we need to do. 
Of course, it's better if you have a designated place in your house where you just can close the door and do that. Or even, you know, if there's no space, you can do it on the kitchen table somewhere. Uh, but like you have to designate that area. It's like, this is where I work. You know, this is not where I go watch YouTube videos. This is not where they watch, you know, Netflix. This is where I go and I work. Because then your brain realizes, okay, hey, she's just sat in this chair. That's mean I'm going to go to work now. Um, also, you know, trying to uh, get zero interruptions. Of course, it's very, very hard. And especially if we with lots of people inside the home, it's important to communicate and say, look, you know, this is the timing that I'm going to work. Please don't disrupt me. If something happens, this is what you need to do. And, you know, prepare ahead, this especially have clients where they say, well, but you know, I have, I have uh, kids. They, as soon as I start working, then they have, they asking me for snacks and, and this and that. And I said, okay, well, why don't you make a, like a snack station on the kitchen island? Just put the snacks, put the water and Gatorade, whatever, keep them going for a few hours and tell them don't disturb me. You know, it's just all about communication and preparation. So number one, you have to take care of your environment. Uh, you have to make sure that this is the productive environment and um, it will give you the most uh, of the situation. Also, we're forgetting a lot that um, physical or like let's say temperature. Temperature is very important. Like if you will feel cold, then you won't feel so productive. If you feel hot, then you're just going to fall asleep and you're not going to feel productive. Then um, talking about uh, other... And, things that are important for your brain, for example. If you're not going to drink enough water, I was so surprised to find out that if you dehydrated, it's like your brain cuts productivity by 30, 20%. So it's, if you feel that, oh, I kind of feel burnout, maybe you're or like, I cannot even put my thoughts together. It could be that you just dehydrated, which is easily fixable. Of course, the best thing is if you just set an alarm, <laughs> you know, and when you do your little, um, little break, then you build a habit of drinking enough water. And I think all of us not drinking enough water, you know, but those are easy, easy, easy fixable. So, you know, that having the, also the, about talking about environment, productive environment, it is good to have a workplace or whatever you do, or even you can write a book or paint, whatever uh, way is organized. Our brain likes organization, you know, like looking from a stress point of view, imagine if you're going around your house or around your workplace and you should make a list of the things that kind of annoy you. You know, like you, you walk by and you're thinking, oh my God, here's the pile of mail that, you know, it's piling up and it's annoying me. But yeah, I'm going to get to this. But you kind of never do. And as the thing is that every time when you pass through that pile of mail, uh, you unconsciously already leaking your energy to that and stressing yourself out of thinking, ah, oh, I see it. It's annoying me, but ah, what can I do later? So, I recommend you to make a list of things that like that annoying you quietly and stealing your energy. Uh, just make a list and then eliminate them. You know, like just make a time, eliminate that pile of mail, eliminate some box that's standing and anything that kind of steals your energy and your attention out. And then you feel so much better because all of those drainers will be gone and then you're stressing yourself less. So you're burning yourself less. So when you are more energetic, then you can be more productive and produce more. And also it's it's very important to have your place organized the way it totally makes sense. I, I read, uh, there was a research that about like millions of hours companies lose because the employees are not organized enough and it takes time to find a specific file, a specific paper or something, or even like a, a clip in a drawer, you know? If you don't have a clip where you always have it, then you will spend time on just going around your environment and finding things. 
which is also annoying and wasting time. And you, uh, you know, it's uh, making you burn out and you're not productive because you're wasting time on something that shouldn't be wasted. So I think it's very important to, to see your environment. Also, what are you wearing? You know, are you wearing something that you're comfortable in? What about the, you know, shoes? I, you know, when, when I used to do pre-pandemic that um, I'll go to the companies and I, you know, I would have lunch and learn about how to manage stress in the workplace. You know, I will ask how many ladies have a slippers under the desk, you know, and probably will be like everybody looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, if nobody sees you in those high heels, just just change into slippers. You feel more comfortable. You'd be less stressed out and more productive. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so so there are so little, little small things how you can make yourself more more comfortable in the environment. And, you know, you'll be surprised how much it affects our burnout and productivity level. And so the one place is environment. The second is like your, your physical, how you feel, which is your mental. And it's very important to be, you know, mentally alert and full of energy for any, anything productive. You know, so, of course, very simple things like I already mentioned. You have to be, you know, hydrated enough, have enough sleep. You know, let's talking about sleep. I hear all the time, I see those posts on Facebook, like, at what time did you get up? Did you put alarm on? And what? Did you sleep till 6.30? Shame on you. You should have woken up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, 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 better yet, at 3.30 when everybody's sleeping. You know, like the, the bird that gets the, the earliest birds gets the whatever, the latest worm, whatever. But, you know, to me, always made no sense. I'm like, I am I am a night person. I I need to slip in. That's how my brain works. And then I came across uh, through this um, doctor sleep or whatever it's called. Maybe you heard of it. That he has a quiz that you can answer the questions. And basically, he puts all people in the four categories of animals. It's like you can be a bear or a wolf or a dolphin and um, a lion. And so every animal they have a different different ways how they handle sleep and you know like life in general. So for example, I came out as a wolf and wolves like to sleep in but then the wolf is uh, can work into the night and that's how i do it i'm like my best work that i when i write and produce something it is really at night i don't know why but that's how my brain works so mm. this is my the most productive time now if you are let's say a bear then you wake up early and you're ready to get and get stuff done so this is your most productive time so uh, i will recommend everyone go do that quiz it's, it doesn't take that much there like maybe about 20 questions but it really gives you an idea. But what they, I, I liked about it, about that test, that suddenly I don't have to um, justify to others why I don't wake up at 3.30 in the morning because <laughs> this is when I sleep. <laughs> because oh. I went to bed at 12.30 <laughs> because I wrote the book back then. So uh, it's really important to know what are your natural, uh, you know, what's your biology, you know, what, how your brain works. So when you know that when is your productive time, don't try to squeeze yourself into somebody else's perfect timing. You know, if, if there is someone that is, is way, why, you know, like ready to go work at five o'clock and alert, uh, doesn't mean that you have to be one. You know, there's, uh, I finally realized that just because it works for somebody doesn't have to work for you. And it, just because you are different than others, it doesn't mean it's wrong. This is nothing wrong about that. You're just different. Mm -hmm. Different things work for you. So you have to figure out what works for you. What is your perfect uh, productive time? What is your perfect place to work at something? You know, what is the thing that works for you? And you have to, maybe you don't even know, and then, well, try it out different times. And so timing, I think, is very important. The sleeping patterns are very important. So you 
you know, you keep your body and mind healthy so you, you, you can do that. Because, I mean, not much you can do when you're all sleepy, right? And I, mm-hmm. I read that after a um, few days of not getting enough sleep, the brain functions the same as if you were drunk. Mm, I could attest to that. That's probably very true. So, you know, simple things, but it really makes a big difference in our stress levels and productivity levels. Mm. And, and, and then, so another thing which is really connected to stress management and burnout and, and the productivity is um, this idea of we have, if I'm doing a lot that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, if I'm working a lot, I will achieve a lot. It's like, well, yes, but working more, it doesn't mean that is give you the most value. You have to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I, I work, but there's so many, you know, I, I coach a lot of um, small business owners and I hear this all the time, you know, they like come to me all burnout, stressed out and not productive. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is just, you know, I have health issues now and I, I really need to slow down. I don't know what to do. And they say, okay, you need to concentrate on things that are most important for you to do during the day and you need to eliminate everything else. Also, you need to take a break. You have to take a break uh, during the day. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. It's like, so you will burn yourself. Then more than that, when you don't have energy, you cannot really produce much. Well, even if you're producing something, you will have errors that you will need to redo it again. Um, so actually, you're not really saving yourself from anything. You're actually adding yourself more work. There, there, is, um, there are many things, you know, like in our societies, like, well, you just, you're working harder and then you do more and more. But there are so many things that we spend all that energy on some things that really don't matter. It's like, you know, those small business owners is, uh, is spending so much time on the social media because that's where the you know, clients come from especially right now when we, you really cannot go on the street anywhere. And mm-hmm. so they spend so much time on social media posts and, and videos and all of that value creation that they don't even have time to build new relationships with the clients that they just met. Or I'm not even talking about the own self-care. So it's like, mm-hmm. you, you just cannot go on like that. You're going to get sick, you know, like going back to the, you know, stress management. And so Another thing which is extremely important is to, in order for you to be productive during the day, you have to take little breaks and take care of your body and of your brain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I probably already mentioned that um, example, the previous one we had the podcast is uh, it's about the stress. It's like, it's like a holding a glass of water. If I give you a glass of water and I ask you how heavy is it? Well, there could be different answers but the right answer is it depends how long you're going to hold it. Mm. So the same thing goes with the stress, with the overload and burnout, and that leads to low productivity. You cannot hold that glass for a long time without stopping. But if you just put it down, you know, you take a break and then you pick it up again, put it down, pick it up again. You know, you can hold that glass all day long. The same have to be with our stress levels and our workload. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I hear, you know, especially about productivity, those people who are very interested in being very productive and, and get achieving their goals. And um, it's like, oh, I don't have time. It's like, well, you don't have to run 
and do 45 minutes yoga break every time you had a conversation with a client. I mean, you don't have to do that such a big complicated thing. There are so many little things that you can help your productivity levels that doesn't take that long. And I have a whole book written, A Crush Stress While You Work, is full of tips and techniques how to manage your stress in like under 10 minutes, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So simple thing, you know, let's, let's use technology and make a break Put an alarm on your phone, on your computer, once in an hour, take one minute, two or five, and just stop whatever you're doing, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out, hydrate. And there are some exercises how you can increase um, your brain work by, of course, hydrating. And then you just stand up and uh, run in one place. You just run like you're sprinting. Of course, you will feel like, wow, you know, you get more brain, uh, you got more blood and oxygen into your brain. You, it made you more alert. Also, uh, if you don't want to run, you just we can walk outside if you can. You know, it's, it's very important to have a, a break, you know, just for your eyes and for just a mental break. Take, take your lunch. There's so many people who want to achieve a lot. They just sit and eat at the same time. And it's like, so you're really not spending enough um, attention to you by just taking a break. And then because you're continuously working, you're not taking a break, so you are will be more burnout, out and then you will take a mistake. So then you have to redo it again. So mm -hmm. you, ha you have to take breaks, you know, you, you, you have to. And, you know, when you mentioned about this very important in today's world, you know, self-care, everything starts from there. And if somebody says, I don't have time to take five minutes break, I don't have time to, to stretch or um, just, just breathe in, breathe out. Well, guess what? You know, nobody's going to take care of you and your family when you be in the hospital. And right. these days you don't want to go to the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so simple things that you take care of yourself, it will help you to take care of others that you love. It's, it's just simple. And lots of people get like, Oh, but I, you know, it's like it's a you you cannot take care of yourself. It's a bad thing. You're being selfish. Well, guess what? Selfish actually pays for other people. Like you, mm -hmm. if you take care of yourself, you take care of others. Yes, yes, and you know, um, that's very true. When you take care of yourself, you really do take care of others. So I wanted to go back to something. Um, so. I know we talked about um, your surroundings, taking a break, um, get a to-do list going. So one thing about the to-do list, because I do a to-do list, um, for me, it, once I write it down, I try to accomplish. So just for the mental health purpose of it, it what if you don't accomplish everything on your to-do list that day? How do you, how do you manage that? Well, you know, first, I think when um, when we have a to-do list, we need to evaluate that to-do list um, and see what is on there. You know, having some identification saying, okay, this is really needs to be done today. This is can be done tomorrow or this is can be done later. But also when you're looking at that list, you need to see what are the things that you can delegate to others. And I know especially the, you know, business owners, they're not... Or, you know, like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm, it's faster for me to do myself and I don't trust anyone to, to delegate and it's going to cost me money if I hire somebody. Uh, you know, when I was doing um, a survey, I did a survey around about 
over 200 people who were the business owners, the CEOs of the companies that they already were in business for 30, 40 years. Now they like already close to retiring or retiring or already retired. They said that the best thing that they did in all of those years and how they got rid of their stress and, imp and improved product was delegating a lot of work to other people. The delegating actually freed up their time so they can go do something. So, for example, you know, like as I said, well, I have a client who is spending all the day creating a social media post. You know, it's like, oh, I'm spending so much time on this. I don't have enough time to pursue new clients. It's like, okay, you're spending energy or something that you think is very, it's very important. And it is. So why don't you you know, give it to somebody else to do that. And then you know, there are plenty of marketing companies that can say, yeah, pay me $3,000 a month, I'll do this for you. But you don't have to do this. There are plenty of other companies who do very cheap or, you know, guess what? Right now is summer. We have plenty of students have nothing else to do. I can guarantee you the next door kid who is 15 years old probably even knows more about social media and marketing that you do. So mm -hmm. why not have an intern? Have an intern. You don't have to pay them. They can put something on a resume and then everybody wins. Mm -hmm. So, you know, dele delegating. Also, delegation is very important to do it the right way. When you delegate something to other people, both of you need to understand what expectations are. You have to explain to them in details what you really want. Then you need to ask them to make sure they understand what they need to deliver. And then you constantly need to check with them and see how are they doing. And then whatever result comes in, see the work it didn't. If it didn't work with one person, you can, you know, go over things and see maybe they can improve it. If they cannot improve and you're disappointed, just find somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of people. And as right now, technology, there's internet. You can have somebody. And I mean, it's, uh, you know, how lots of companies now uh, outsourcing to other countries. Well, guess what? You can do the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. internet is all around the world. You can pay somebody peanuts and they can do an amazing job because they're really good at it. It's much better than you are. And you can spend your time on something bigger, like, you know, building clients, building your business, brainstorming. What is you, what you, what you like, you know, what you're good at, because that is priceless. You, you cannot outsource your talent. You know, it's you, you're the one who's doing it. So you need to look at your list and say, okay, what am I doing in through this day that I can outsource it, delegate it to somebody else? Mm. Ask for help. Lots of people are afraid to ask for help. Like even family members, you can say, look, you know, I have this thing I need to do for me, but I'm not like, I don't know, run to dry, dry cleaners. Well, why don't you ask your sister who happens to be nearby? Maybe she can pick up your dry cleaners for you. You know, just ask for help. And, you know, people love helping. Like I help, I, if I can help someone, I'll be happy to do it. So, you know, you include yourself and, you know, and ask other people, ask your community to, to help you with, with different things. And also, uh, when you have, you're looking at your list, you want to make sure that the things you're doing are really going to move you forward. There are many things that we think, oh, we're going to do this and it will make a difference. But mm -hmm. they're not. So you have, number one thing you need to work on, on the goal of the activity that will propel you fastest and farthest. And that will make a big difference. Working on the things that matter the most during your day and in we always going to end up at the end of the day when we don't finish the whole to-do list the way i see it is don't stress yourself about it okay you always need to remember you did the best you could with what you knew and what you could do right mm -hmm. so you just say okay I, I did my best you know and even if you and if you spend the whole day watching netflix and you're like 
gosh, I didn't do anything today productive. Don't feel guilty about it. You have to rest. You just cannot be a machine. Go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to rest. You, you, you know, the mind is such a thing. It's, just, it's not a machine. You know, you have to self, you know, you, you cannot burn out and then you'll be no productivity. You cannot push yourself to do something. And, you know, there are, uh, there are many that say, uh, you know, just showing up. It's already a good start. But there will be days that you will not even show up. And you have to uh, ag- accept that and say, you know what, it's okay. Tomorrow is another day, and then you can get to your goals tomorrow. Uh-huh. I mean, they're not going to go anywhere. So, um, d- you know, helping yourself to be more productive and looking at the list and saying, what can I eliminate it? What can I delegate it? And also what I can automate it. There are many things that we can do that we do co- cons- continuously doing and doing and doing. Just look into technologies and what can be automated so it frees up your time. Okay. Eliminate, delegate, automate. So that's okay. So that was really good um, because that's basically with the to-do list. People do get extremely stressed out with a to-do list. I know at one point for myself, um, doing a to-do list was stressful because it was like, dang, I'm not getting everything I want to get done. And, um, but after kind of understanding the purpose of the to-do list is not to just, um, how do you say, it's not to force you to do everything. It's just a reminder, this is what needs to be done. But delegating it, um, when you talked about delegating it, that's so true because, you know, even people that are not in business, they could still delegate somebody that have kids at home. They could delegate um, washing the dishes or, putting something in the oven or, you know, something like that. You know, you could delegate that to your kids, to your husband, a partner. You can delegate that, like you said, to your sister, anybody. So, um, so yeah, so delegating is a very good tactic. Um, And ultimating, that's also really good because some things can't be done in that exact way. You have to make an alternative uh, decision to do it a different way so I definitely that's really good that's something everybody needs to be writing down to take home with that um so my next um just to change gears just a little bit so for my people that still work a job like myself and we work um and we have a business too so for us because I know sometimes for me working a customer service job I'm tired at the end of the day some days. Some days I can work, some days I can't. Um, But how can you be more productive in that sense? Because I sometimes I do beat myself up and feel extremely guilty about not getting certain things done when I have to put it off for the next day. Because I can say this week in particular was highly stressful with the holiday coming up. And the um, COVID-19 getting worse in the city. And it was like, I still needed to take my real estate classes, (laughs) finish up some real estate classes. And I'm just like, I can't do, I just can't do it today. So it goes into almost like a procrastination. So people like that, what is something that, how can they manage productivity um, when working a regular job? (laughs) So uh, everything, you know, starts with a goal, like, you know, what do you want to accomplish today? And then with the time management, um, 
you know, big goals, we think that we have to spend a lot of time on that. And so, but it, that's not really true. I think what's important to achieve something is taking steps every single day, even no matter how small they are. So let's say you work all day and you're already kind of like tired and burn out, but you still want to do work on, on your business, something, or, you know, some other goal that you have. I would recommend you still doing it, but doing it for the short time. So let's say, tell yourself, you know what? I'm going to pick up this book and I'm going to read it for 15 minutes. So after all your day, you go to bed and you still feel better by reading 15 minutes of it than Mm -hmm. not doing any reading at all. And then you're disappointed in yourself. So there there are two things that actually I wanted to talk about and you just brought this up. So it's just perfect timing. Uh, procrastination. Why procrastination happens? Because we have a very high expectation of, especially the goal is like, well, I'm, I have to work on this for three hours, but then I don't have three hours. So you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to postpone this until I will have three hours. So I have enough energy to work on it. Mm. And this is what stops the, pro- the process. Just, just do it short time. Just do 15 minutes, half an hour, but do it consistently. So then you don't have to be disappointed and tell yourself, oh my gosh, I failed myself again. Even a few minutes there or here will add up every single day. It's like, a, you know, working out. If you do three sit-ups every single day, you probably look a little bit different in three months. And it didn't take that much. But mm-hmm. maybe not three sit-ups, maybe will not do. But, you know, <laughs> the, the, you, know you got the point. <laughs> yes. So, so something, little thing that you do, you know. And um, you have also need to understand the perfection doesn't really exist. The perfection doesn't exist in the nature as well. All the beauty comes from, well, from not perfection. So if you looking at yourself, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I really need to do this, but I have to have this brilliant mind right now and full of ideas, but I cannot do it because I'm too tired. Don't beat yourself up. You have to be your own best friend. You know, like everybody else beating you up already. You need to stand your ground. You need to stand by your side. Mm-hmm. And you need to remember you're doing the best you can. And I mean, hello. I mean, look, think about it. If you're already working full-time job and then you want to have your own business or having a family or somebody to take care of, that's like you work and work and work and work. There are plenty of people who sit at home and do nothing and mm-hmm. get accomplished nothing. But you have all of those things to do. And then at the end of a month, at the end of a year, you have something to show. You should be proud of yourself. Yes. You you know, you have to be proud of yourself. You you still have idea. You still have a goal. You still have a, a power of will to accomplish something. So reward yourself this. And, you know, post some reminders, you know, write a com- accomplishment list. And everything that you did in your life, write it down. And, you know, read it every day and remind yourself that, look, guess what? You accomplished and this and this and this. And it could be small things like getting driver's license, you know, finishing high school, whatever. Because other people don't do that, you know. And the funny thing is about the thing human nature is that when we do it and it comes to us naturally, already accomplished, we immediately discard it as, oh, you know, it's now not, it was not a big deal. Like, you know, you, you, you get like a, like a bachelor's degree and, and everybody says, hey, you congratulations. Like, ah, you know, I did it, not a big deal. Well, it is a big <laughs> deal to somebody else. So always take credit for things that you do, you know, and, and if, if you're working all day long, and then you have to take care of family at night and you have to, you know, do your business and do your whatever your goal is. So write a book or, uh, um, I don't know, exercise, whatever. 
uh, even if doing little things is still going to move you forward and reward yourself and say, you know what, I'm doing good because I'm still doing it. And when you do it, little steps every single day, you're going to get there. And there's cannot be perfectionism. Don't also another thing I noticed lots of people sit like, especially right now, um, so many people lost their jobs. And I have clients who they like, I am so stressing out. I'm like, did you apply for any jobs? No, I didn't because I'm creating a perfect resume. It's like, well, guess what? You're just cutting yourself short because perfect doesn't exist. And just because you're going to perfect something over and over and over is not moving you forward to the goal. So you're burning your energy. You're getting more disappointed in yourself and you see zero results. And then, of course, you're going to be depressed and suicidal because you move nowhere. And who is to blame yourself? Because you held yourself back. Understand there is no perfection. You just have to move forward. And like with those resumes, just apply for God's sakes. You know, you just, 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 just throw it, you know, uh, j- just throw something and see if it, does, if it sticks. Because if you never throw it, nothing will stick. You know, that's, you know, what they say, if uh, um, aim for the moon and you, and if you don't hit it, you end in the stars, some, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's something like that. Exactly. But I, I could definitely say I am that person this past week. Um, even with my to-do list, it was like my uh, my older brother, He we talked on last week um, about finances and everything. And um, he was telling me, I was like, I just need to make some more, you know, some extra money. So he told me to get on Upwork and um, start looking at jobs on Upwork and start applying. And so I said, okay, well, I'll start, um, what is it, sending your proposal. So I said, I'll start sending my proposal. Um, this whole week, I was like, I'm going to send pro- this proposal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I did not do it because I was just like, I need to have like, um, the what did I say? I needed to have more under my belt before I apply for it. And I was like, at the end of the week, and then after you said that, I was like, uh, <laughs> I could have just applied and just seen what happened or whatnot. And as I was applying, still do what I wanted to do because I wanted to get some writing samples together. So I made a little website and just started writing different stuff on the type of um, articles I want to do and blogs I want to do. And um and I was like, I could have just still sent the proposal. Why didn't I still send the proposal? And it's Saturday now. <laughs> I feel so stupid. <laughs> I was like, I could have did that. But I, I understand that feeling. 100% wanting to be perfect. But there's no such thing as perfection. Um, especially now. Because we thought we lo- we lived in the most p- perfect country. Um, we were supposed to be ahead of the game. And now we like the boondocks of of the world right now because we wasn't we didn't have good productivity levels in our government to make the right decisions (laughs) with certain things um but yeah i i could definitely you you got me you slapped me in the face with that one because that was me this week like i should have definitely put those proposals out and i'm like man i just want to make some more money i'm just doing this i'm just doing that and I was like, I could have just sent it out anyway. So that's what I will this week, really starting today after we're done with this podcast, when I get (laughs) to my little workspace, I'm going to go ahead and put in, um, just start sending stuff out to people. And somebody somebody out there going to say yes. 
So I I could oh that that one got me. You got me there. <laughs> you know and and i can add there are two two things that can i know it really works for me and in, in for others it's um um there is a book by brian tracy it's called eat that frog mm-hmm. and it's the basically the principle about this is is that uh, if there is something like in the morning you know you're starting your day on your to-do list you have something that you're procrastinating to do Mm-hmm. Just do the first thing. Just, just, just do it. You know, you just do it, and then you free up your mental uh, energy for the rest of your day for other things, and then you don't have to dread to doing that. So you feel good immediately after you accomplish this, and then your day is so much better because you're ahead of a game. So that's one one I always use for me, and then um, another one you probably heard the Mel Robbins five second rule. Oh, uh huh. That one is also I love that one just for those who are us who like to analyze and make it perfect and you know <laughs> you, you you just have something in your mind you just do that you just just do it now you know before you start the um, talking yourself out of it and I think that's the w- one of the major um, killers of productivity you know like we just mm. want to procrastinate and we talk ourselves because we just so love analyzing everything you know mm-hmm. so 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 do it fast do it the first thing in the morning and and do it every day and then I think definitely we'll be farther away than if not doing nothing yeah procrastination uh, like for me I don't realize the procrastination until it's probably like a week later or a few days later that I even procrastinated so it's so easy to slip into that procrastination mode especially when you start saying um okay I I'm going to do it in an hour. No, just do it right now. Just, when you do it right now, you'll get it done. But I, another thing I really wanted to tap into before um, um, before we finish up today was multitasking. So for me, because um, a lot of people, they put a lot of emphasis on multitasking and being a good multitasker. At one point, it was really good. To put that on the resume, but I can tell you when I hire someone, that's the last thing that I want is somebody that multitask because, um, and I guess it just all depends on the person, but for me, myself, multitasking creates anxiety. So what are your thoughts on multitasking? So <clears throat> multitasking, what I read in the research and doctors and everybody say it doesn't really work because your mind cannot be in two places at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we have the illusion that we're multitasking because you have, um, you know, your brain concentrates on one thing and then on another thing. It then goes back to the first one that comes out the second. So you do that. Um, your attention goes between two very fast so you think Mm -hmm. like hey you're doing it at the same time which actually you're not Uh, but also with multitasking what happens is that um, is the interruption and I read there was a research done that let's say let's say you're writing a blog right and Mm -hmm. and you get a phone call and or somebody came in it, it will take you 20 minutes to come back to the same state of mind where you were before you got interrupted so all of that 20 minutes basically is wasted time. So it's mm-hmm. less productivity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't like to be interrupted like that. So multitasking is a constant interruption. And, you know, I, I, have, I have clients who say, well, of course I can multitask. I mean, what about mothers? They multitask with kids all day long. 
yes, there are different levels of, uh, you know, what will, sure. You know, what comes to my mind when, uh, was that Erin Bronkovich movie? When she is talking <laughs> on the phone, she's holding a baby and she's stirring the pot at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, this is what, you know, we do this all the time. But um, what is the, like, think about it if you're doing something at work, like you uh, writing a report and then you... Um, then you're talking on the phone, the, the the errors will be massive. You know, then you will need to go back to the same report and you need to rewrite it. So that's really not, that multitasking really got you nowhere because you have to redo it. I actually had a client that they employ employee was stuffing envelopes to send out to the clients and she was watching uh, Netflix at the same time on her phone, you know, like just because she was so bored and like she, they had like thousand envelopes to stuff and send out. Mm -hmm. So she was stuffing the envelopes and she was watching a movie. You would think that is a monkey can do that. Well, guess what? She sent out over 500 envelopes that were empty. Oh my gosh. She didn't even notice. Like she was just, you know, because you're supposed to take an envelope, put the paper inside and then seal the envelope and put it in the pile, right? Simple. Mm -hmm. She was just, she was so preoccupied with the movie that she totally forgot her brain, just totally excluded putting the letter in the envelope. And then she sent it out. So actually cost company money of this little thing. And, and so when we think I can multitask on simple things, you would be surprised how many errors and mistakes you can do that will cost your time and energy later. So I would recommend if you have lots of things to do, then make a, um, a time, time say, okay, I'm going to do this blog for half an hour. Mm -hmm. And then you set an alarm. Okay, you're done with this time. All right, now you set on another goal, another task. And then you do this for then 15 minutes, an hour or two hours, whatever you want. And then you move to another thing. Because if you start doing multiple things, it's just not going to work. Yeah, it and for me that's how it that's really how it is. Um, you just miss stuff. And so cuz at one point when we were working in the office, um, probably like mm, while I was still in school, um, I kept a very high level of anxiety. And um and I would try to do homework and take phone calls at the same time. I was I was okay at it. But, um, and I got a lot done, but my body was so damaged after that because my stress level was high, my anxiety was high, my depression was setting in because I was never able to really deal with my emotions. I was just like a robot, just trying to work and get through school and everything. And a lot of students, they do that um, to try to get through school and um, and everything. And so multitasking for me I learned the hard way that is probably not the best thing for me and it's really not the best thing for a lot of people because like you said when you think about it you your brain is just switching to a bunch of different stuff at a different time and the quality of the switch when your brain switches over is not very high so I could say easily um, cause I was mainly doing like my French work and take, and taking phone calls at work at the same time. And I could easily tell you that my French, the grade in that class was the bare minimum. Um, I think I made exactly a C in that class when I probably could have excelled way higher if I would have just taken the time out to do one thing at a time. 
Um, and so now for my productivity, as far as multi, multitasking go, I just don't do it at all. Cause for me, like I said, it damages my mental and my physical body when I multitask. So now when I do my job, I just do my job only like that's it. And then when I have to do other stuff, I only do that only. And I try to be consistent every day by doing a little bit every day. Cause I have to stop getting upset with myself because I'm not a night owl. Like I do not do work at night. Cause when, for me, when the sun go down, I'm done. But like for mm-hmm. my mom, she with her, um, with everything she does, she used to be a very big night owl, but now in retirement, she does most of her work during the day and she gets a whole lot done because she delegates it to the beginning of the day. And now that's kind of, for me, that's how I've always been on the weekend. When I have to get stuff done, I try to get everything done by two. I wake up at six and be done by two and I'm going on with the rest of my day and I got a whole lot done. But if you don't know when to when is your time to work or you need to understand your body better when um when knowing when to work, people just need I don't know, it's just people like to say that they night owls. Some people are and some people really are because most of my family is and that's why I moved out out of the house because I'm not a <laughs> night owl at all. Um because when people are my parent my um my family, most of them are musicians. And they would be having full-blown concerts after 12 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> like, but they work different. But now that I'm on my own and I live in my own place, I I was able to gradually figure out my actual time where I should be working. So every Saturday, like the time that we work in now at about 3 o'clock, if it's not something just basic and consistent, I'm not doing it until the next day. So, um... I just personally, I work better. And I, like you said, getting a little bit done every day makes a difference opposed to procrastinating and putting it off. So um, last thing before we end um, on today, any final tips that you want to give out on productivity? Um, I will say to whatever you do, remember that, you know, you're doing the best you can in the given moment and every day, can look very different and give yourself credit and don't forget to do very even little steps every day so you can accomplish things at the end. Mm. Mm. Yes, we have to learn to be kind to ourselves. We definitely have to learn to be kinder to ourselves and realize that Rome wasn't built in a day and neither will your business, um, neither will anything else in life. Even a baby don't grow to be 18 in one day so it's like you have to be kind to yourself because people want these microwave businesses that um that they don't even like so let me ask that before we before we finish up for the day because that's a real quick question just the kind of revealing and this is i think this time in our lives with everything going on and we're pretty much stuck in the house still how do you feel about productivity and being passionate about the work you do or being actually doing something that you want to do? How does that work hand in hand? Uh, 
You know, I think if you think of something doing it and, and it gives the butterflies in your stomach and you just can't wait to do it, that's definitely your passion. Mm. And um, I, I, mm. I could see how happened to me when I was working, you know, in a full-time job. I will, at the end of the day, like at 4 p.m. and I'm like almost asleep, collapsed, you know, and burn out and thinking, oh my God, this is just no way when this is five o'clock and I'll be here. And then I will think, well, as soon as I get home, I will uh, write my book or, you know, do more of my online course. And immediately I feel more energized. It will be like, oh my God, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do this. I'm going to write this and this and this. So I, I think it's, if, if, if you're doing something and it does not give the passion and, you know, it doesn't, doesn't give you the that feeling of, oh, I really want to do it, then maybe you shouldn't even do that. Because if you're not mm. passionate, you know, what, what they say, you have to do something that you love and then money follows. Because you you, you mm-hmm. should be able to do something and not get paid for that and still do it because you just love it so much. So if there is something that mm. you're doing and it doesn't give you that, oh my gosh, I really want to do it, then I think maybe that's the wrong thing to do. Yes, yes. And that's, and that's kind of the where I'm at in my life right now is kind of transitioning more into what I'm more passionate about. And I'm learning that with me doing something that I'm more passionate about, I'm actually way more productive. Um, For example, when I first started my business, it was basically a social media managing and it was fun when I was doing it for my brother. But then when I had to start doing it, for other people and it was different subjects that I really wasn't passionate about I didn't really enjoy doing it at all like I did not like that and I started doing this thing where I basically if if basically if I didn't feel the butterflies when I did it I or when I talked about it or even when I got the consultation call about it I would pass it along to somebody else um, opposed to doing it myself. Now, for my business, it is part of my business, still social media managing, but we're going back to delegating. I'm not passionate about that, but I know it's something that is part of my business that has to get done. So that's something that I outsource out to someone good. is the social media managing. I, I'm i very well-versed in it. Like I, I know a whole lot about social media managing, the algorithms, the consistency. I could do a whole consultation. I like consulting people on it, but the actual work, I'll call somebody else to do that because I'd rather for it to get done and somebody can make some money doing it opposed to I'm doing it, it's bad quality and my business get a bad reputation behind it. Like it's And for some people, social media managing is fun for them. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't like doing this. Um, but I that that now that's a really good thing is if you feel the butterflies, that that means you're passionate about it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that in because I know a lot of people they want to get into stocks, they want to get into real estate, they want to get into all the things that have been known to make money, but it's not actually something that they like to do or they're not even passionate about it um, to the point where it'll be five years down the line, 10, 20 years down the line. And they go back and they say, yeah, I was getting to get into real estate, but I just, you know, my family got in the way Mm -hmm. or my job got in the way. And they use that as an excuse. But in actuality, you really wasn't passionate about it 
to begin with because I had a moment with um, real estate. I was like, I really don't like it. Like, I don't like real estate. And it's and that actually was not true. I do like real, real estate a lot. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy the education of it all the way down to, you know, to helping people. But what I was not passionate about was I didn't like the selling of the fake dreams. That I wasn't passionate about. And so I started going about it in the way that I could become, re revamp my passion for it. And when I found out, oh, I don't like this portion of, of real estate, I actually like this portion of real estate. When I did that, it changed everything for me. And now it's like, it's so easy to get back in it. I haven't gotten any new clients yet, but it's just so easy to be wanting to do it and like putting myself out there is so much easier now than it was at first it was like daunting to talk to people but now it's like oh yeah I do real estate but I do this 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 and the third and people are like oh okay well I know somebody there you go. that um <laughs> that may need that so it works a whole lot better but um but yeah I just wanted to again end on that note to talk to just bring that to the surface because like I said, it's a lot of people stuck at home right now trying to do a business that they're not even passionate about just to make some money. Um, and I just wanted to encourage people to just do what they're actually passionate about. And that's what the dinner party is about is all about, this is a passion driven, purpose driven podcast for whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not. You just need to focus on, if your passion is being a mom, be the best mom you could be. If your passion, like for me, my passion is cooking. I incorporate cooking into every aspect of all my businesses. And even just working, I even will have a conversation with somebody on the other side of the world and we'll, food will just randomly come up. And it makes my job so much easier to do <laughs> until I'm... Until I'm done with this job, I'm going to make it the best that I can make it. Um, but do you have any other thoughts on anything else before we end on today? Uh, well, if, you know, I could talk for hours about that. But if someone is interested in more um, exercises that can help them to be more productive, I actually yes. have online course about productivity. Um Okay. Yeah, so um, it's a it's a short like it's not that short, but it's short, but kind of give it's plenty of um, advices and exercises that someone can do and and kind of find a you know special place how they can be more productive and and so I recommend going to the my website beamazingyou.com and then click on mm -hmm. the tab it says online courses and there I have all of those courses available there. Those are there for free. And also those that, that, that are paid. Mm -hmm. And if they want to get 50% off, just click in the coupon. It's called half off. And and uh, no, those are good discounts. Good, good. And give us the name of your book again. It is called Crush Stress While You Work. Okay. And it's available on Amazon. And yes. correct, it's on yes. Amazon. Okay, it's on Amazon. But you guys... Again, look up Lolita on LinkedIn. Get in touch with her. If y'all have any questions about productivity, stress management, and go back to our prior podcast 
about stress management because I know a lot of you guys are stressed and just doing it will probably relieve some stress. And then we also want to talk about learning to say no and make sure you take the course on learning to say no because when I did it, I promise you, it helped me a whole lot. I'm already getting into the learning to say no uh, phase of my life where I'm like, nope, not at all. <laughs> Good. Causing me stress? No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. But thank you again, Lolita, and happy birthday. Hey, thank you. Um, <laughs> we're recording this on her birthday, but I appreciate you taking the time out for the dinner party podcast. And we, you know, we're going to have you on here again. So thank you. I always have <laughs> such a good time talking with you. Yes, I appreciate it. But everybody, thanks again for joining us on the Dinner Party Podcast. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. So we just heard such a dynamic um, person, <laughs> a dynamic topic, productivity with Lolita today. Again, I'm so happy that she was able to join us and everything. And y'all, make sure y'all hit up her website because she has some free tools for y'all to use. And y'all know we love gifting. We love gifting. We love gifting at the Dinner Party Podcast. And um, make sure you go and just take all the courses if you want to. I've already taken the How to Say No, Saying No um, uh, lesson. It blessed my soul. So y'all make sure y'all go and listen to it. Please go listen to it. Um, or listen slash take the course. Take the course. So we have Lolita again came to speak to us about productivity. Also, new name for uh, Instagram. It is Dinner with Alex Jack now in the podcast food. We don't know if we can integrate in business, but podcast food Real estate will be on that page for sure. So if y'all are in the Houston area, y'all need somebody to help y'all find a house, I got you. And we're going to be adding some topics, some real estate topics to the podcast. So then, y'all, we can get y'all ready to buy a home and be an investor. I mainly, for myself, I work mostly on the southwest side, but I am definitely open to going to other sides of town, especially during this covid we got some things going on. So I'm so excited for that. Also, we are slowly getting the Dinner Party blog website up where you're going to be seeing more of my writing. I'm excited about that. <laughs> and on there, we'll be talking about um, dinner party stuff. We'll be talking about um, what else? We'll be talking about food. We're going to be talking about interior decorating and home decor. We're going to be ticking about <laughs> talking about um life and love and all that kind of stuff everything is going to be on the dinner party website so that'll be up soon but i am um going to be sharing with you guys the actual um post that i've done already just to get us started to get y'all familiarized with everything if you need pr help alexcopr.com alexcopr.co Make sure you guys hit me up. Let me know what you need. And lastly, this fall, we will be, I will be teaming up with Prevention Zone Inc. for the millionth time. Um, but I love teaming up with them. I'll be teaming up with Prevention Zone Inc., which is a criminal justice reform, exonerate driven. Um, they help 
children with incarcerated parents and also have a positive youth development program. I love this charity, A, because our world needs to change. So change is always starting with you. So be the change you want to see in the world. So I encourage you guys to go check out their website, PreventionZoneInc.org. We, this fall, the dinner party and Prevention Zone Inc. will be teaming up to do a live dinner party, like a for real, for real live dinner party this fall. Haven't got the dates yet, but it'll be coming soon. Lastly, lastly, we will be hosting between the end of August and September, beginning of September, I will be hosting a short, not short, it'll be, um, I didn't mean to say short, I meant to say low cost, <laughs> low cost social media Zoom. So we're going to be talking about the things that I've learned during COVID and social media. And it's to help your business. I will be giving you guys some tips on how to work the social media to find clients. Um, we're going to be discussing mainly LinkedIn and uh, LinkedIn and Instagram. But make sure you guys listen in. It will be on Eventbrite, so I'll be sharing that with you guys. Hopefully so by the next episode, we'll have a date set up for that. Because um, I have some... Uh, some Mary Kay girls <laughs> that I'll be talking to to get them ready. So of course I want everybody who has any type of business to talk to talk with that also. So I'll be sending out the link for that. Then lastly, if you need some Mary Kay, if you need a Mary Kay lady, make sure you go to um I think it's Mary Kay dot com slash new me. That's my Mary Kay lady. If you go on my Instagram dinner with alex jack you'll be able to find my mary Kay lady there and y'all go support her go support her we gotta look cute even though covid is a thing we're gonna be walking out in these streets again so y'all know i'm buying clothes buying makeup <laughs> buying shoes all of the above and i gotta buy a bunch of accessories too i'm i've been a model so for me to pick out clothes is not my thing because people put clothes on me so <laughs> but yes so that's the my shameless plug of the day. And make sure you guys go and support Lolita. Her e website is also in the um, episode description. So make sure you go and look at that. But other than that, y'all, I just wish you guys the best health, the best love, the best everything. You know, the best everything. And again, here at the dinner party. You know, I never know how to end because, you know, I don't know how to say goodbye. But, um... Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for choosing the Dinner Party Podcast where everybody is invited. Until next time, y'all. Bye.